Blog Talk Radio. Let me just read a little bit about it, uh, just, just so we're, we're aware. It's 
but in the church or the religion, uh, you know, about the Brotherhood of the White Church. The Brotherhood of the White Temple is an organization devoted to the advancement of metaphysical and spiritual knowledge and the furtherance of the Brotherhood of Man and the establishment, establishing rather, of contact with the God Soul or Universal Consciousness. All lessons were prepared under the direction of the Supreme Voice, Dr. M. Dorio, and approved by the Great White Lodge before being made available to the student. The Supreme Voice tested every law, principle, experiment, and exercise before having been given to the student. The Brotherhood is a visible agent for the invisible Great White Lodge whose authority is acknowledged in all things. The earnest, um, sorry, the earnest, sincere student desires to approach the great adepts is given the opportunity to prepare themselves for contact with the great adepts. The great adepts of the White Lodge, uh, working from higher spiritual planes, guide and aid the student who has made himself ready for such aid. Uh, through this guidance, they are directed along the path of life in such manner that they are able to live in harmony with divine law. The brotherhood extends an invitation to all worthy, sincere students to affiliate in the great work. It is our privilege to be a light bearer, if you so will. Now, for those of you who aren't aware of light bearers, basically there's a lot of... Um, Speculation as to not speculation, but a lot of talk, a lot of um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, um, identifications to this, and most are Pleiadians, actually. That, you know, the light bearers are the Pleiadians, right? Uh, people who you know come from other races, uh, from the Pleiades, and here to help mankind. Um, I've read some of his works to you uh, in the past, uh, and um, like, for instance, uh, The Bringers of the Dawn. Um, George Dixon and I spoke about this a number of times um, on the show. Um, the Pleiadian activity is uh, universal, but it's extremely concentrated here in the, in, in, on Earth and has been since the, um, for a millennium, but more so probably in the last, um, in, the, in the 20th century and now, uh, as we are bringing forward the ascension, you know, um, into the new age, uh, and, and say a new age, I use that, uh, uh, I don't mean new age, new age, I just mean um, into the Aquarian Age, okay, as we enter into the new period and in, into the new time um, uh, of the Earth. We passed out of the Pisces period uh, and now entering the, uh, well, we have since uh, 2012, we've entered into the Aquarian Age. But uh, I'm getting outside of myself here, and I wanted to just talk about this and the Brotherhood Headquarters is located in Sedalia, Colorado, on the eastern slope of the Rocky Mountains. True seekers for truth and wisdom are invited to affiliate with a group of earnest and sincere searchers who are working day and night to make the vision 
of a mighty center of light, love, and peace come true. Much has been accomplished, but with your help, the vision is in its entirety can be materialized. And this is interesting. And again, I, I must say that this, this group was established, the Brotherhood of the White Temple established in 1930, I believe it was, yeah, um, by a doctor, Adier Doral, okay, and a number of uh, adepts. Um, mastering your destiny. Every person wants to master their life and environment in which they live. And most of us fail to do so because we do not know how to use the divine laws of God in our everyday affairs. Many wise men of the past learned how to attune themselves with these mighty laws and use them and as a result became masters of circumstances and things instead of being mastered by them. These men and women became the adepts, the masters, and so often referred to in occult lore. The Brotherhood knows these laws and teaches them to worthy students who sincerely desire to take their place in the divine plan and work in harmony with these laws. We recognize health as a vital factor in development and therefore teach metaphysical healing. We teach spiritual anatomy and the development of the spiritual centers and powers. We teach how to master the circumstances of your own life so that you become master of it instead of mastered by it. We teach the strange mysteries of the East long hidden from Western man, and secrets of the Kabbalah, alchemy, yoga, Gnosticism, and the ancient mysteries are taught clearly and simply so that both beginner and advanced students will gain enlightenment from the first lesson. You will be astounded at the knowledge gained by reading and applying the principles taught in the lessons. So that's that's essentially the, that's what the church is. Now let's let's talk about the Emerald Tablets here. Okay. Um, also, there's, you know, there's applications, okay, fellowship of the avatar, you know, there's all kinds of different things. Uh, light on, on the path, free literature that's available, and um, a bookstore, okay, as well, of course. But the, you know, but I, I think it's critical that when we look at the from him. 
have become so popular in the field of metaphysics that unfortunately others in his, in his country and abroad are taking it upon themselves to write their own translations or retranslate the tablets and are making money off of unsuspecting readers. Regardless of what these self-appointed translators may say, absolutely no one but Dr. Durrell has ever given permission by the Great White Lodge or the Brotherhood of the White Temple to translate or reinterpret the Emerald Tablets. Um, anyone who studies metaphysics knows that when even one word of an author's writing is changed, the entire meaning is changed. It has always been a very strict policy of the Brotherhood that not one word of Dr. Durrell's writings are to ever be changed or altered in any way, shape, or form whatsoever. Also, as with every writing by any author, the audit force or thought impressions of the writer are imbued in the words and text of their writing. The thought impressions of the original, the Brotherhood's book, will be of those of Toth, the writer, and Dr. Durrell, the translator. The writing of other authors will be imbued with their own thought impressions, which will absolutely not be what Toth or Dr. Durrell intended. It is the same old story as with the Bible. There have always been those whose egos and self-importance prompted them to change Bible texts for one reason or another, and much of the truth that was originally conveyed became obscured and lost its true meaning. And that is so, so true. Woe to those who have taken such sacred texts as the tablets and changed the truth therein and benefited from their own personal gratification and profit. For the effects of what they have sown will surely find them. The greed for money, glory, and power will, cause, will bring to them the causes they themselves have created. For those who do wish to read the purchase or purchase a copy of the original, unchanged book, which was translated by Dr. Duran, you um, may uh, place an order with the Brotherhood in Divine Love, Brotherhood of the White Temple. Okay, and um, and there's a note by Dr. Durrell that says, read, believe or not, but read, and the vibration found therein will awaken a response in your soul. And I found that to be true when I when I um, when I read these tablets, and I was really quite astounded, you know, by them. So let me let me continue here, and we will head our way to the tablets.
when taught, this is taught the Atlantean. Okay, when taught, the Atlantean and Master raised the people of Kem, Egypt, to a great civilization. And when the time came for him to leave Egypt, he erected the great pyramid over the entrance of the great halls of Amente. And the pyramid, he posited his records, he posited rather his records, and appointed guards for his secrets from among the highest of his people. In latter times, the descendants of these guards became the pyramid priests, while Toth was defiled as the god of wisdom, or deified, rather, I'm sorry, as the god of wisdom, the recorder by those in the age of darkness which followed his passing. In legend, the halls of Amente became the underworld, the halls of the gods, where the souls passed after death for judgment. But during later ages, the ego of Toth passed into the bodies of men in the manner described in the Emerald Tablet, a book of records and occult wisdom which he wrote and left in the pyramid for those of a future age of light. I believe we are now in that age of light. The tablets. His writings consist of 12 tablets of emerald green formed from a substance created through alchemical transmutation. They are imperishable, resistant to all elements, corrosion, and acids. In effect, the atomic and cellular structure is fixed, and no change can take place, thus violating the material law of ionization. Upon them are engraved characters in the ancient Atlantean language, characters that respond to the attuned uh, thought waves of the reader and which released much more wisdom and information than the characters do when merely deciphered. The tablets uh, are fastened together with hoops of golden-colored alloy uh, suspended from a rod of the same material. Dr. Durrell has translated this, this work and has published through the Brotherhood of the White Temple a translation of ten of these twelve tablets. He has divided the ten into thirteen parts for the sake of convenience. The last two tablets are found in the interpretation of the Emerald Tablets, also by Dr. Durrell. In the Emerald Tablets are found secrets which will prove of inestimable value to the serious student. The following is an excerpt taken from this work. It says, a long time ago, I in my childhood lay near uh, near the stars on long-buried Atlantis, dreaming of mysteries far above men. Then in my heart grew a great longing to conquer the pathway that led to the stars. Year after year, I sought after wisdom, seeking new knowledge, following the way, until at last my soul, in a great travail, broke from its bondage of earth man. Free from the body, I flashed through the night, Unlocked at last for me was the star space free was I from the bondage of night. And now to the end of space sought I wisdom, far beyond knowledge of finite man. This is this is he astral traveling. He transformed dimensions. He 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 became yeah. <laughs> a spirit. Translation and Interpretation by Durrell. Or Doriel. Doriel, I guess. Doriel. I, I'm not sure how you pronounce this kind of name. But originally uh, published in a mimeograph form in the 1930s by a mysterious Dr. Durrell, these writings became uh, quickly uh, became 
Tablets 1 through 13 are part of the original work. Tablets 14 and 15 are supplemental. No one has ever seen the original tablets um, uh, mentioned here, and in all likelihood, these writings would be considered channel material today. However, the emerald tablets of Toth and Atlantean are still part of the modus um, um, corpus hermeticum corpus hermeticum of uh, for they elaborate the deepen and deepen the meaning of the historical emerald tablet and writings of Toth slash Hermes and Toth was are also considered was Hermes messenger of the gods. I need to uh, take a quick break, okay? And I'm going to do that, but um, I'd like you to, I'd like to play a song for you tonight, if I can bring it up. Beautiful tune, but it's called October Night. And, um,
um, that October night is kind of kind of cool. Uh, but I wanted to uh, before I begin, um, I just want to uh, take a minute and I'd like to read. Uh, I think I'm going to do all of this. I'm, I'm going to read the preface and I'm going to read the, the entire work. Um, this may take a couple of programs, but um, I, I hope you'll enjoy it. And uh, I really like to do this kind of thing. I like to, you know, uh, read an entire work. <laughs> this stuff never gets done too much, especially on radio. Um, introduction to the original work by Dorio. <clears throat> in, uh, in the following pages, I will reveal some of the mysteries, which as yet have only been touched upon lightly, either by myself or other teachers or students of truth. Man's search for understanding of the laws which regulate this life has been unending. Uh, yet, always just beyond the veil which shields the higher planes from material man's vision, the truth has existed. Ready to be assimilated by those who enlarge their vision by turning inward, not outward in their search. In the silence of material senses lies the key to the unveiling of wisdom. He who talks does not know. He who knows does not talk. And the highest knowledge is unutterable. For it exists as an entity in lanes which transcend all material words or symbols. Oh, boy. He's so right, but somebody has to talk. Somebody has to explain this stuff. <laughs> you know, and that's why I, I attempt to do it.
foundation in the material is the first step. Then comes the higher goal of spiritual attainment. In the following pages, I will give an interpretation of the Emerald Tablets and their secret, hidden, and esoteric meanings. Concealed in the words of Thoth are many meanings that do not appear on the surface. Light of knowledge brought to bear upon the tablets will open many new fields for thought. Read and be wise, but only if the light of your consciousness awakens a deep-seated understanding, which is an inherent quality of the soul. In the threefold light, Doryo. Strong were we with the power drawn from the eternal fire. And of the, all the 
children of light who dwelt within the temple and races of men who inhabited the ten islands. Mouthpiece after the a mouthpiece after the three of the dweller of Yunal, speakers to the king with a voice that must be obeyed. Rule I there from a child into manhood, being taught by my father the elder mysteries, until in time there grew within the fire of wisdom until it burst into a consuming flame. Not desired I but the attainment of wisdom, until on a great day the command came from the dweller of the temple that I be brought before him. Few there were among the children of men who had looked upon the mighty face and lived, for not as the sons of men are the children of light when they are not incarnate in a physical body. Chosen was I from the sons of men, taught by the dweller, so that his purpose might be fulfilled, the purposes get unborn in the wounds of time. Long ages I dwelt in a temple, learning ever and yet ever more wisdom, until I too approached the light emitted from the great fire. Taught me he the path to Amante, the underworld, where the great king sits upon his throne of might. Deep I bowed in homage before the lords of life and the lords of death, receiving as my gift the key of life. Free was I of the halls of Amante, bound not deep death to the circle of life. Far to the stars I journeyed until space and time became as naught. Then, having drunk deep of the cup of wisdom, I looked into the hearts of men, and were found there I found a greater, greater mysteries, and was glad. For only in the search for truth could my soul be stilled, and the flame within be quenched. Down through the ages I lived, seeing those around me ta taste of the cup uh, of death, and return again in the light of life. Gradually from the kingdoms of Atlantis passed waves of consciousness that had been one with me, only to be replaced by spawn of a lower star. In obedience to the law, the world of Master grew into flower, and downward into the darkness turned the thoughts of the Atlanteans, until at last in this wrath arose from his Aguanti, the dweller. This word has no English equivalent. It means a state of detachment. Aguante is a state of detachment. This, this is notes by the by Dorio. Speaking the word, calling the power. Deep in earth's heart, the sons of Amente heard and hearing, directing the changing of the flower of fire that burns eternally, changing and shifting, using the logos until that great fire changes changed its direction, and over the world when broke the great waters, drowning and sinking, changing earth's balance, until only the temple of light was left, standing on the great mountain on Yundal, uh, still uh, rising out of the water. Some there were who were living, saved from the rush of the fountains, and called to me then the master, saying, Gather ye together my people, take them by the arts ye have learned afar across the waters, and until ye reach the land of the hairy barbarians, dwelling in caves of the desert, follow there the plan that ye know of. 
gathered I then my people and entered the great ship of the Master. Upward we rose into the morning, and dark beneath us lay a temple. Suddenly over it rose the waters, banished from earth until the time appointed was the great temple. This is talking about the flood. Fast in he like Noah. Fast we, we fled uh, toward the sun of the morning, until beneath us lay the land of the children of Israel. Raging, they came with cudgels and spears, lifted in anger, seeking to slay and utterly destroy the sons of Atlantis. They raised, then raised I my staff and directed a ray of vibration, striking them still in their tracks as fragments of stone of the mountain. Then spoke I to them in words calm and peaceful, telling them of the might of Atlantis, saying, We were children of the sun, and its messengers cowed, I them by my display of magic science until at my feet they groveled when I released them. Long dwelt we in the land of Chem, long and yet long again, until obeying the commands of the Master, who while sleeping yet lives eternally, I sent from me the sons of Atlantis, sent them in many directions, that from the womb of time wisdom might rise again in her children. Long time dwelt I in the land of Chem, doing great works by the wisdom within me. Upward grew into the light of knowledge the, Chem, the children of Chem, watered by the rains of my wisdom. Blasted I with then a path to Amente, so that I might retain my power, living from age to age a son of Atlantis, keeping the wisdom, preserving the records. Great few the sons of Chem, conquering the people around them, growing slowly upwards in soul force. Now, for a time, I go from among them into the dark halls of Amente, deep in the halls of the earth, before the lords of the powers, face to face once again with the dweller. Raise I high over the entrance doorway, a gateway, leading down to Amente. Few there would be encouraged to dare it, there are few past the portal to dark Amenti. Rised over the passage, I, a mighty pyramid, using the power that overwhelms Earth's force gravity. Deep and yet deeper place, I, a force house of chamber. For it carved, I, a circular passage, reaching almost to the great summit. There in the apex, since set I the crystal, sending the ray into the time-space, drawing the force from out of the ether, concentrating upon the gateway to Amente. Other chambers I built and left vacant to all seeming yet hidden within them are the keys to Amente. He who encouraged with dark, to dare the dark realms, let him be purified first by long fasting. Lie in the sarcophagus of stone in my chamber, then reveal it, reveal I to him the great mysteries. Soon shall he follow to where I shall meet him. Even in the darkness of earth shall I meet him. I, Thoth, Lord of Wisdom, meet him and hold him and dwell with him always. Builded I the great pyramid, patterned after the pyramid of earth force, 
eternally so that it too might remain through the ages. In it I build uh, my knowledge of magic science so that I might be here when again I return from Memente. Hey, or, or I, um, while I sleep in the halls of Memente, my soul roaming free with incarnate dwell among men in this form or another. Hermes thrice born. Surely in time you are one, I'm sorry, <coughs> emissary on earth am I of the dweller, fulfilling his commandments so many might be lifted. Now return I to the halls of Lamente, leaving behind me some of my wisdom. Preserve ye and keep ye the command of the dweller. Lift ever upwards your eyes toward the light. Surely in time ye are one with the master. Surely by right ye are one with the master. And surely by right ye are one with all. Now I depart from ye. Know my commandments. Keep them and be them, and I will be with you, helping and guiding you into the light. Now before me opens the portal, go I down in the darkness of night. That's amazing, huh? Now that was the history of Toth the Atlantean, and that's table, tablet one. Um, now we have a description
apart from the children of men, surrounded them by forces and power, shielded from harm, they the halls of the dead. Side by side, then, placed they upon spaces, or placed they other spaces, filled them with life and with the light above, uh, from above. Builded they, then, the halls of Amente, that they might dwell eternally there, living with life to eternity's end. Thirty and two were, were, were there of the children, sons of light, who had come among men, and seeking to free from the bondage of darkness those who were bound by the force upon them from the beyond. Deep in the halls of life grew a flower, flaming, expanding, driving uh, backward the night, placed in the center a ray of great potent, life-giving, life-giving, a uh, light-giving, filling with power all who came near. Placed there around its throne, two and thirty, um, placed for each of the children of light, placed so that they were bathed in the radiance, filled with this life and the entire eternal light. There time after time placed they their first great, uh, first created bodies, so they might be filled with this beast so that they might be filled with the spirit of life. One hundred years out of each thousand must this life-giving light flame forth of their bodies, quickening, awakening the spirit of life. So they're awake a hundred years out of every thousand. There in the circle from eon to eon sit the great masters, living a life not known among men, there in the halls of life they lie sleeping, free flows their soul through the bodies of men. Time after time, while their bodies lie sleeping, incarnate they in the bodies of men, teaching and guiding onward and upward, out of the darkness into the light. There in the halls of life, filled with their wisdom, known not to the races of men, lying living forever neath the cold fire of life, sit the children of light. Times there are when they awaken, come from the depths to be lights among men, infinite they among infinite men, or infinite are they among finite men. He who by progress has grown from the darkness, lifted himself from the night into the light, into light, free is he made of the halls of Amente, free of the flowers of light and life, Guided he then by wisdom and knowledge passes from men to the master of life. There he may dwell as one with the masters, free from the bonds of the darkness of night, seated within the flowers of radiance, sit seven lords from the space-times above us, helping and guiding through infinite wisdom the pathways through time of the children of men. Mighty and strange, they veil their power, silent, all-knowing, drawing the life force different, yet one with the children of men, I different, and yet one with the children of light. Custodians and watchers of the force of bond, man's bondage, ready to lose when the light has been reached. First and most mighty, the veiled presence, Lord of Lords, the infinite nine, uh, over the others, uh, from each the lords of the cycles. Three, four, five, and six, seven, eight, each with his mission, each with his power.
uniting, directing the destiny of man. There sit they, mighty and potent, free of all time and space. Again, I want to say that just on the outside, again, we reached the mighty nine, you know, Not of this world, they, yet akin to its elder brothers, they of the children of men, judging and weighing, they with their wisdom, watching the progress of light among men. There before them was I, led by the dweller, watched him blend with one from above. Then from he came forth a voice saying, Great art thou, taught among children of men, free henceforth of the halls of Amente, masters of life among children of men. Taste not of death, except as thou wilt. Drink thou of life to eternity's end. Henceforth, forever is life, thine for the taking. Henceforth is death at the call of thy hand. Dwell here, or leave here, when thou desirest. Free is Amenthate, the son of man. Take thou up life in what form thou desirest. Child of the light that has grown among men. Choose thou thy work, for all should must labor. Never be free from the pathway of light. One step thou hast gained on the long pathway upward. Infinite now is the mountain of light. Each step thou takest by heightens, but heightens the mountain. All of thy progress but lengthens the goal. Approach ye ever the infinite wisdom ever before thee receives the goal. Free are ye made now of the halls of Lamente to walk hand in hand with the Lord of the world, one in one purpose, working together, bringing of light to the child of men. Then from his throne came one of the masters, taking my hand and leading me onward through all the halls of the deep hidden land, led he, me, through the halls of Amente, showing the mysteries that are known, that are known not to man. Through the dark passage downward he led me into the halls where sight the dark death, where sight the dark death. Vast as space lay the great hall before me, walled by darkness, but yet filled with light. Before me arose a great throne of darkness, veiled on it seated a figure of night, Darker than darkness sat the great figure, dark with a darkness not of the night. Before it then paused the master speaking. The word that brings about life, saying, O master of darkness, guide of the way from life into life, unto life before thee, I bring a son of the morning. Touch him, not ever with the power of night. Call not his flame to the darkness of night. Know him and see him, one of our brothers, lifted from darkness into the light. Release thou his flame from its bondage, and free let it flame through the darkness of night. Raise then the hand of the figure. Forth came a flame that grew clear and bright, rolled back swiftly the curtain of darkness, and unveiled the hall from the darkness of night. Then grew great space before me, flame after flame from the veil of the night, uncounted millions leaped they before me, some flaming forth as flowers of fire. Others there were that shed a dim radiance, floating, or flowing but faintly 
some there were that faded swiftly, others that grew from a small speck of light, each surrounded by a thin veil of darkness, yet flaming with light that could never be quenched, coming and going like fireflies in springtime, filled they with space, with light, and with life. Then spoke a voice, mighty and solemn, saying, These are lights that are souls among men, growing and fading, existing forever, changing yet living through death into life. When they are bloomed into flower, reach the zenith of growth in their life, swiftly they send the eye my veil of darkness, shrouding and changing to new forms of life. Steadily upwards throughout the ages, growing, expanding into yet another flame, lighting the darkness with yet another with greater power, quenched yet unquenched by the veil of the night. So grows the soul of man ever upward, quenched yet unquenched by the darkness of night. I, death, come, and yet I remain not, for life eternal exists in the all, only an obstacle. I am the pathway, quick to be conquered by the infinite light. Awaken, O flame that burns ever inward, flame forth and conquer the veil of the night. Then the midst of the flame and the darkness grew there one that drove forth the night, flaming, expanding, ever brighter, until at last it was nothing but light. Then spoke my guide, the voice of the Master, See your own soul as it grows in the light, free from, free now forever from the Lord of the night. Forever he led me through many great spaces filled with the mysteries of the children of light, mysteries that man may never yet know of until he too is a son of the light. Backward, then he led me into the light of the hall of the light. Knelt I then before the great masters, lords of all, and the cycles above. Spoke he then with words of great power, saying, Thou hast been made free of the halls of Amente. Choose thou thy work among the children of men. Then spoke I, O great master, let me be a teacher of men, leading them onward and upward until they too are lights among men, freed from the veil of the night that surrounds them, flaming with light that shall shine among them. Spoke to me then the voice, go as go as yet will, as yet will, so be it decreed. Master are ye of your destiny, free to take or reject at will. Take yet the power, take ye the wisdom, shine as a light among the children of them. And upward then let ye the dweller, dwell I can again among children of men, teaching and showing some of my wisdom, son of the light, a fire among men. Now again I tread the path downward, seeking the night, the light in the darkness of night. Bold ye and keep ye, preserve my record, guide shall it be to the children of men. Wow. That, that, you know, I've probably read this work uh, half a dozen times. And each time it becomes more and more um, personal to me. Um, and more and more uh, fluid as I read. Uh, I take it on, you know. It's like I take it in me and I take it on. It's really, it's really, it's 
exciting, and I wish everybody would do that. I wish everybody would um, um, yeah, do that. I I'm going to leave you tonight with this with this with this last message and I hope that you know you enjoyed this. Um for some reason I lost my way here. Okay. thinking that if I had Thursday.